Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. Shance and Chu are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Blah, 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 bitch, bitch, fuck, okay. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Christmas with the Cranks edition. It's the holiday season. Shance here of the How Dare You Awards, joining me, fucking joining the naughty list, I guess, <laughs> Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness, joining me on these terrible Christmas movies. Hi, Chu. Hey, Shance. I am <laughs> How are you? Almost always on the naughty list. By choice, because yeah, I'm a rebel. Anybody that listens to this podcast knows. <laughs> I'm a bad person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true. No, you're not. No. You're fabulous. I'm all right. (laughs) All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about Christmas with the Cranks, a 2004 film. Chu, do you remember what other 2004 movies we've done? What a ridiculous question. All terrible movies. We've done a solid handful of them. I don't have Van a list Helsing. Right in front of me. Yeah. Van Helsing, a 2004 film. Catwoman, a 2004 film. Something. Uh, Those are some big hitters. <laughs> they really are. There's something magical going on in 2004. And I don't mean like, ooh, magical. I mean like black magic. There's something <laughs> black magical going on in 2004 that's movie related. Just a bunch of crap. What they need to do is make a movie about a seriously disgruntled witch that cast a spell on Hollywood and forced them to make all of these movies. <laughs> totally. I would watch that. I'd be like, I would watch that, that makes movie. sense. I believe that that's what happened. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know where to go first. Let's talk about the movie. All right. Okay. Christmas with the Cranks, a 2004 movie. Directed by Mr. Joe Roth, Lady Chu. I know you know him. Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Probably your favorite movie ever. (laughs) (laughs) You know me so well. (laughs) You love it. You can't fool me. Uh, He also did America's Sweethearts and Freedom Land. Which is weird because... Like, Revenge of, Revenge of the Nerds 2, that's like a certain kind of comedy. Do you remember America's Sweethearts? I think I saw it. Does it have Catherine Zeta-Jones in it? Yeah. And they're, like, actors. And Billy and, Crystal and... Yeah. I don't remember the premise. I know that know, they, like... John Cusack's in it. Julia Roberts is in it. That's right. It's It's... Not Fine. good. Fine. <laughs> like, I remember, because they're trying to sell Julia Roberts as an awkward, self-conscious girl. There's nothing awkward about Julia Roberts. No. 
But she's like the personal assistant, I think, to Catherine Zeta-Jones. That's right. And she's in love with John Cusack, but they, him and Catherine Zeta-Jones used to be together. Something like that. Yeah. Something stupid. <laughs> but then you have Freedom Land, which is, I mean, one of these things is not like the others. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know. <laughs> It's Julianne Moore blaming the, her missing child on a black man and Samuel Jackson's in it. But it's like everybody, it's the hiding. So I, it's like, it's like a heavy, weird, stupid drama. And I was like, why did this guy do this movie? <laughs> I don't get it. But <laughs> good to know. I don't know so anything about that. Movie. He has not directed a lot. He's only done like six movies, but he is like all over in the producer's world. I mean, he's he's got his paws on, you know, the Fast and the Furious series, the Maleficence, um, Huntsman shit, stuff like Million Dollar Arm, Oz and the Great Powerful. So, you know, good and bad movies, but... Yeah, he's successful enough. Yeah. Yeah. But... Hoofa! Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> I have so many problems with this first, movie. First and first mostly yeah. thoughts? First and first mostlys? It's none of your fucking business as a neighbor what your neighbor chooses to fucking do. And we all know how I feel about fucking neighbors. <laughs> so this really fucking got me going. Yeah, I'll bet. Get off my dick. I don't want to celebrate Christmas. I'm not mad at anybody. It's just a lot, and I want to do what I want to do. You know why? Because I fucking can. Get off my dick. I agree with all of that. But I'll also, like, the whole premise of this movie is just fucking dumb. You could put up your Christmas lights and still leave on Christmas Day just to avoid the headache of your neighbors. Yeah. How we got to, like, over an hour and 45 minutes of this movie is beyond me. I have four grievances at least that said there's this much time left in the movie? Because <laughs> all the problems seem to be solved. Yeah, it doesn't... We're just making a big deal out of seemingly nothing. Right. That's and, the thing that bothers me the most. I mean, you said you had multiple grievances related to how much time is left. I had multiple grievances, which was like, who fucking cares? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who fucking cares? So they want to celebrate Christmas, so they don't want to celebrate Christmas. That's none of your fucking business. It is none of their business, but I also have grievances against the couple because they fuck shit up all the time. Go That's ahead stupid. and don't celebrate celebrate Christmas or go ahead and skip Christmas, but Tim Allen, you don't need to write a fucking... A memo. Memo and send it out to the entire office that they should all go fuck themselves. I didn't think it was necessarily go fuck themselves. It was just like, I will not be giving out gifts this year. I will also not be accepting gifts this year. I'm doing my own thing. Everyone should have just left it at that. But then you find out who their employees actually are, and they're a bunch of fucking cheap mooching motherfuckers. They're pissed <laughs> because they're not going to get a gift from their boss. Go fuck yourself. Fuck well, you. Well, that's the new Christmas spirit. Gimme. Hate it. Gimme. 
I would have punched fucking throats. Puh, 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 puh. <laughs> what a bunch of cunts. <laughs> I hated that so much. You ungrateful fucking fucker. Sound effects followed by the C word. Fucking brilliant. All right. Well, I, my blood pressure is elevated. I can the, feel it. That was some major first and first mostly. God. <laughs> well, America agrees with you because this movie got 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. Appropriate. I'll tell you this, though. This movie's kind of a hit. It's hit adjacent. The budget is $60 million, opening weekend of $21.5 million. In the USA, $73.7 million. In the world, $96.5 million. This movie made money. I understand why it made money. Oh, I understand why. This uh, movie is trading on mega super talent of people that are too talented for this story and for this movie. A thousand percent. Every person in this movie is too good for this movie. Jake Busey is too good for this movie. (laughs) And Jake Busey is fucking Jake Busey. (laughs) Agreed. He is second on the list of Buseys. And the top Busey is completely fucking insane. <laughs> Bless them both. Yes. Um, and he has almost nothing to do in this movie, but he's fucking good in it. Yeah, it's not hard. Everybody's good in this movie. I mean, everybody's too good for this movie. I'm not going to say everybody's good in Okay, movie. thank you for that, because I was like, eh. I got... Up. I got problems. Jamie Lee Curtis did not need to do this character. No. Or she could have done the character and then just made the character fucking different. Completely different. What a fucking wah wah. Right. I was like, Jamie, ma'am, this isn't you. You're a strong woman. I You're have. A fucking badass. Yeah. Who the fuck is this? I didn't like it. Well. She was weak. I hated it. <laughs> she doesn't have to play a strong woman, but she doesn't have to play such a hapless panicker, panicking, panicky. naggy woman, you know? What a fucking stress. All I could keep thinking is these are the two people we're following, and I would not wish anybody to be married to either one of these people for any amount of money in the world. I slightly disagree. Jamie Lee's character... Not her fault. Very spazzy. Hated it. Tim Allen. I really uh, thought he was fine. Was he an Ugh. ass? Sure. But um, I just, I completely understood where he was coming from. True. This movie has an extra half hour because that fucking piece of shit character couldn't learn a lesson. <laughs> I know. About people helping him. The movie could have He's ended a piece right of when the party shit. started. I'm with you where he gets to decide what he wants to do with his own Christmas, but he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's just a slow learner. Okay, everyone God learns at different paces. He's a slow learner. I don't disagree with you. Too fucking long. All right. 
Okay, Chu, let's, um, well, let's talk about <laughs> How Dare You Awards, because it's going to be quick. This movie was nominated for no How Dare You Awards. Really? Fight me. Why? You tell me. Y- you're the... You're the CEO of How Dare You. I'm, say- <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> what would you nominate it for? Oh. Me personally? Bearing in mind that want. movies like Catwoman yeah. and Van Helsing, <laughs> and Van so Helsing <laughs> were the same fucking year. So this probably didn't win any. Of course, it couldn't win any. It wasn't right. nominated. It wasn't nominated at all. What the no. fuck? It's because 2004 was busy with the, busy in the crap fest. Busy fucking year. Just shitting out shit. It certainly didn't take itself too seriously. No. How could you be disappointed? I definitely didn't need to see it. Me personally, this is not something. But that's the I only like... problem. It made too much money. It's true. Let me tell you about movie you least wanted to see. Nominated Catwoman, Debs, Eurotrip. The Girl Next Door, and Thunderbirds. I don't know most of those. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) So the only one where we're even close is Most Ridiculous Concept, but even that is like... It's not that ridiculous. It's not that ridiculous. They're ridiculous, but it's not that ridiculous. Everybody's reaction to what he wants to do is ridiculous. Yeah. Completely unreasonable. Buzz off. But if you said the concept, the concept is somebody wants to skip Christmas and his neighbors won't let, don't like it. Right. It's not exactly ridiculous. Agreed. It's not like White Chicks, which won that year. As a punishment for foiling a drug bust, two black FBI agents are forced to escort rich white socialites to the Hamptons, where they will be bait for a kidnapper. When the ladies find out... (laughs) They won't have anything to do with it, leaving the agents to reason they must become the white chicks. That's ridiculous. Super ultra mega stupid. (laughs) I gotta get a (laughs) t-shirt. Super ultra mega stupid. All right. So that's it. I guess this movie's not so... This movie... Movie's dumb. That's the thing about the How so Dare You dumb. Awards. You know, there's plenty of, uh, you know, lesser fare that just yeah. doesn't fit into the categories. Yeah. But we're still recognizing you, Christmas with the Cranks, because it's December, and uh, we're talking Christmas movies, and you're an abject failure. <laughs> you know, it's Sorry. interesting. We continuously make Christmas music movies every fucking year, and... It is few and far between to find a good one, but we just keep making them. You know what? I heard somebody talking. I heard somebody talking on something, maybe a podcast or something the other day that said uh, in the month of December, Hallmark is doing like 45 Christmas movies. And so is, I think, Lifetime or one of those other channels. So between those two channels, there's like almost 90 Christmas movies coming out this month. It's stupid. It's a lot. And unnecessary. I don't understand the... (laughs) I can only think of two Christmas movies right off the top of my head that are good. 
and it's Elf and Home Alone. What about Christmas Vacation? It was fine. It was fine. Get the fuck out of here. uh, Yeah, it's fine. Die Hard? Gremlins? Not Gremlins. Yes, Gremlins. I never saw it. (laughs) I never saw it. (laughs) Fucking shit. They scare me. They're cute and then they're scary. Let me tell you something. On Christmas Day, you are commanded to watch Gremlins. (laughs) I'm working very busy. And I'm sure shit not going to waste part of my Christmas Day watching scary gremlins. They're funny, too. Do they die? I won't watch it if they die. I know they're not real. I won't watch it if they die, though. Not a single gremlin dies. Are you lying? Why would I lie? (laughs) Because you got all (laughs) (laughs) high-pitched. You're not very good. For an actor, you're not very good at pretending. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I think you're a good actor. I've seen you. Not today. Not today. Well, we all have our off days. All right, Chu, I'm going to need you to do the world a favor. And explain the plot. On it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't remember the main characters' names, though. Luther and what? Nora. Nora. Stupid. They're the cranks. Well, I know that. (laughs) I just didn't want to say Mr. and Mrs. Crank the whole time. All right. And ready. Luther and Nora drop their... uh, daughter off at the airport the day uh weekend of thanksgiving they're like okay we're not gonna see you for like a year blah 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 she's going to the peace corps grievance by the way going to the peace corps shut up get up get the fuck out of here yeah it's really terrible to fucking help people yeah so they're upset about it they're gonna have christmas by themselves (laughs) and uh luther's like you know what i don't want to fucking do christmas i'm just over it we spend too much fucking money and for what it's just gonna be the two of us let's go on a cruise instead it really takes her or it takes Nora a long time, not a long time, but some effort to, like, get on board. And then their neighbors find out because they're not buying Christmas trees. They're not doing the annual uh, Christmas Eve party and blah, blah, blah. And the neighbors, for whatever reason, think it's their business to comment on something that has nothing to fucking do with you. Can't stand that Luther and Nora aren't doing Christmas. And so they spend weeks trying to dodge their neighbor's I don't know. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. And then uh, Luther and Nora's daughter decides, hey, I'm going to come home. And then bad things have already happened. They continue to happen all throughout the movie, obviously. (laughs) Well done. There you go. So that's all you need to know. I agree. It is all you need to know. That was succinct. It's one of your best yet. Yeah. (laughs) This movie is not complicated. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right. Well, let's get to it. Lady Chu, how many grievances did you have? Forty-six. Four-six. 
Ooh. All right. I've been getting Impressive. high lately. Not, well, that's an ambiguous statement. I my, had. My grievances have been high lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 you're going into these movies with, you know, an agenda, I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah, low expectations. Don't go in with an agenda. Don't go I, in saying, I'm going to fucking 50 burger you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go in thinking that. I just, I write what I see. Okay. All right, fine. I did have 71 on that uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, right? <laughs> yeah, you did. Fuck. <laughs> that was <laughs> impressive. You were like writing an essay. Holy shit. We got to, uh, like, one day we're going to go Wilt Chamberlain. When are we, what, what movie's going to get 100? <laughs> we should call it that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> All right. Well, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> Yikes. Somebody's showing their age. How dare you? I had close to yours. Originally, I had 36. And then I remember that there's at least five times that their daughter, uh, what's their daughter's name? I forget the name. Ooh, Blair. Blair. Uh, Blair keeps calling them on the phone. And every time they do, Jamie Lee Curtis goes. hate it. And I was like, I'm going to fucking grievance every single one of those. So it bumped it up to 41. 41 grievances. We're close. Yeah. Solid. All right. How many positive points? Four. All right. I had six. All right. We're of like minds today. I mean, the thing is, there are some things that actually work in this movie just through the sheer effort of its actors. There are certain lines that are funny. There are, like, this movie almost made me cry at one point. Just based on M. Emmett Walsh. Because his acting was so fucking good. Yeah. Okay. And I don't like saying that, because this is not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's upsetting. All right. Um, yeah. Did you have something else? I was just agreeing with what you said. Like, you know, some of the lines worked because it was who said them. Yeah. Um, And I mean, most of mine were things that Tim Allen said where I was like, oh, that's funny. Like just the way he said it. I don't think um, we're on the same page for Tim Allen. Really? I yeah. laughed at when he was stealing the Christmas tree. And the kid's like, are you sure this is illegal? Or are you sure this is legal? And he's like, what are you, a cop? No, that he was, was like funny. kind of annoyed. What wasn't funny was his fruit cup Botox eating. I, You know I hated it. Okay. I don't like that. Big grievance. Good. Good. Did, no. <laughs> okay, fine. But no. At least we're somewhat on the same page. Yeah. All right, why don't we take a break? Okay. Let's take a break and then we'll... I don't know. Get to it. Yeah, we'll we'll jump head deep into the fake snow of this movie. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. 
It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California. But even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows, and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of malt and hops in your life, and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing our first of several Christmas movies, Christmas with the Cranks, a 2004 film directed by Joe Roth. Chu, do you know what this movie's based on? Crap. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody out walking their dog, big fat shit. You know, that gives me an idea. (laughs) What if there were two people who wanted to skip Christmas? (laughs) Do you know the name John Grisham? Uh, Yeah, he's an author. Right. He wrote the book. The book was called Skipping Christmas. Really? Yeah. That seems not like something he would write. Right? Right? There's no fucking lawyers. Yeah, no crimes. (laughs) No government. No nothing. Just. There's plenty of crimes. The whole thing. Yeah. So many. But I, you know, I never read the book. I stopped reading, uh, I, I, like when Grisham first came out, I would read all his novels. At some point I lost interest. I think he's kind of, um, I don't know, uh, like typecast, but for, for an author, Mm -hmm. like he writes about the same type of stuff. Right. Yeah. But I think that's why people read him. This is a departure, obviously. And also... Because Chris Columbus, of Home Alone fame, wrote the screenplay, right? Yeah, I saw that. And or produced it? I think definitely produced it. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying. Shenanigans are afoot. Um, so anyway, I just thought that that was weird that, that the, the lawyer guy (laughs) wrote this book, wrote this story. Yeah. There's a lot of like slapstick stuff in here, Mm -hmm. which isn't typically to my liking unless it's done really, really well. Um, too much slapstick. I don't need that. Well, and it's just like, I feel like we're trying too hard. Yeah, because it's not funny. 
It isn't funny. The fucking ham at the goddamn grocery store. Stop. Ah. Uh, no. Major grievance. Fuck. Should have added like five. That should have been plus five. <laughs> no. My first grievance is these two parents. <laughs> I don't like either of them. No. Like, why is she so obsessed with her daughter? Mm-hmm. I don't... What? Stop it. You gotta have a life outside your ch your children. Yeah. And she clearly does not. You're a whole person, too. Yeah. I mean, I'd be fucking excited if my kid was like, yeah, I'm leaving the house. Awesome. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Do not come back for Christmas. <laughs> Fucking chew. And then there would be things like at the beginning of this movie, so they... Whatever. They take the daughter to the airport. He makes this decision about... The, also, major grievance. The whole thing where he's adding up how much they spent on Christmas, the $6,100 or whatever. Yeah. And he keeps looking at like... Little receipts, yeah. but he has to bring them close. I, I like all of that was supposed to be physical comedy. How much physical comedy you can get out of looking at receipts is yeah. plainly obvious when you watch this movie. Not a lot. Yeah, the yeah uh, the calculating the expenses montage was stupid. Not, <laughs> I did not appreciate it. <laughs> was it wasn't necessary. And then, and then there would be things that would like. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna say when he comes home and he decides to deliver the news to her. Right. Like, hey, I That's think what we I was should, gonna say. I think we should go on a cruise, and she thinks she's gonna get laid, but she starts chugging wine. Like, yes, exactly. I'm sorry, you have to be fucking blitz to. You fuck You just your have husband? to get blotto to. Why? To hop on the husband dick? I don't get it. That seems rude and. Sad. Because at other times in the movies, in the movie, they are frisky or and or having sex and alcohol is not a part of it. Yeah. So why did she feel the need to down a glass and a half of wine? I don't understand. I don't get it. And the turtleneck and the vest? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Fuck no. No. You look like a frigid bitch. Stop. Hey, That's do me a favor. You, Jamie. I want you, you to do me a favor, though. The next time Little Chew is like, hey, why don't we, you in the mood? Let's do a little something, something. Say, yeah, get me a drink. He's going to be like, excuse you? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Absolutely. Just I need, uh, you know, 10 ounces of bourbon. <laughs> yeah, Go get that gonna for me. He's going to be like, we need to have a discussion instead, actually. <laughs> Keep your fucking clothes on. What's going on? <laughs> I did. I, I have a positive point early on, though, when she after they take her uh, Blair. Is it Blair? Yeah. To the airport. <laughs> and she has to stop to get oh, some fuck. stuff to bake. Yeah. The one thing I did like was he goes in. And it's pouring rain. He's offered an umbrella by uh, Austin Pendleton, an actor you should know, but don't. 
Nah. You've seen them before? You've seen them before. It sounds like a question, and maybe one you already know the answer to. Come on. <laughs> Have you seen My Cousin Vinny? We talked about this recently. We did? Yeah. No, we didn't. We did. You're a liar. I don't know if it was on or off air, but we talked about this, and you said that I was a monster. So there's your fucking answer. <laughs> well, I was right. You are. Oh, he plays uh, he plays Ralph Macchio's friend's lawyer until he gets fired. Oh, Ralph. I know fucking him. Fucking hysterical. I don't know Ralph. I believe Ralph so. Macchio, the karate kid, which you also haven't seen. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. It's... It's fun being this way. <laughs> it's a good time. You live to upset me. <laughs> anyway, he's basically Santa, offers an umbrella. Tim Allen doesn't want it. Uh, so anyway, he goes inside. He gets what he thinks he needs to get. He comes back out and she's like, you didn't get the white chocolate. And he says, yeah, they didn't have any. And she says, did you talk to Rex? <laughs> He's like, who's Rex? She goes, the butcher. <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> I'm totally on Tim Allen's side on this one. Absolutely. Why would I talk to the butcher about white chocolate? But that made me laugh because fuck that bitch. Jamie Lee Curtis hit the fucking comedy note. Perfect there. It was funny. I yeah, I agree. I was God, if I was Tim, I would have been like, I'm gonna choke a bitch out. You're done. <laughs> You're done. And but he's also she... got a he's got a funny bit when she's drinking the wine. He's like, "What are you doing? Button up, sit down." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. What are you doing? I put that yeah. as a positive point yeah. too. Yeah, the way she just expected him to go in there in the rain and get right. her fucking pistachios and the fucking white chocolate. She's like, "Well, I still need it." Well, it's raining, and I didn't bring the umbrella. Well, I still need it. Bitch, you get out. You fucking need it so bad. I would she never was willing make, to do that, Chew. I would never make Ethan do that. No, she, she was, was gonna do it and then hold that. it over his head. I know the bitch. She's a bad person. <laughs> She's a bad person. No. Yeah, she is hard to like. The character. Absolutely. Jamie Lee Curtis. Easy She's fine. to like. I have no grievances towards Jamie Lee. No. Yeah. Here's another thing. That bothers me in this type of movie. You know what this movie had a lot of? Electrocution humor. Stop. When somebody electrocutes themselves, the one thing you don't do is laugh. It's very serious. You know why? Because you got electrocuted. Right. Duh. Everybody surrounds that person and goes, oh my God, are you all right? They don't go. (laughs) It's not funny. Hilarious. And there were firefighters in one of the scenes where the guy got electrocuted, plugging in the lights. Who? Why weren't they supervising that? They're firefighters. <laughs> Come on. Son of a bitch. The ineptitude of the civil service in this movie is astounding. Yeah. What is that whole fucking B, C, maybe a D? It's really an F story. 
<laughs> about the fucking burglar they catch. So random. They introduce this burglar at like an hour and a half into the movie that we just have to sit with for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, why? I, that was a grievance. Why are we going this route? Major grievance. Dumb. You didn't need this at all. Well, anyway, they decide that they are not that they are going to skip Christmas, and this is not sitting well with the neighbors. It starts early. Hey, I brought you your big ass tree. Uh, we don't need a tree this year. Oh, speaking of the tree. Yeah. The dad who's selling the trees, is like, oh, well, you know, he says, Mrs. Crank likes the big ones. And if I was Tim, I'd be like, excuse you? How the fuck do you know what my wife look likes? You fucking my wife? You thinking about fucking my wife? How would you know? I didn't like that. He was clearly talking about the trees, Chew. You don't, everything doesn't have to be a fucking fight. He's clearly talking about dick. <laughs> <laughs> giant fucking Christmas wiener, okay? <laughs> Didn't appreciate it. <laughs> and everything she does likes have to be a fight. Don't you know me now? Huge cock. <laughs> she, li- she likes her cock to be as big as these trees. <laughs> to fit into that cavernous pussy. Oh, God damn it. There's so much dumb shit in here. Like <laughs> Tim Allen's cat hiss yeah. at the white cat. Uh, Dan Aykroyd a- attacking Jamie Lee Curtis as she's driving away. Stupid. I don't know. Also, uh... You know, his, you know, neighbor's name is Fraumeier or Frohmeyer. 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 That's and Dan Aykroyd. Vic Frohmeyer. Yeah. And Frohmeyer sounds, I'm thinking German. And he's very concerned about why his neighbor is skipping Christmas. Almost to like a racist, like, am I, am I getting racy vibes here? Like, what if he was Jewish? You going to be pissed about it? You got somebody Jewish living in Well, I think they know they're not Jewish. They've been celebrating Christmas on the street together for, you know, probably a, over a decade. I don't at know. Least. I'm thinking Vic Frohmeyer's a little anti-Semitic. No, that's, what, that's the vibe I'm getting. Okay. <laughs> Mind your fucking business. No, no, don't worry about why I'm not doing Christmas. Stop it. He was just very grossly <laughs> concerned about why you're not doing Christmas. Fuck off. Yeah, but this is like a standard Dan Aykroyd character. Mm-mm. Like... From the great outdoors. I don't know. It just is like, it felt like he was taking an old character like out of the closet and just put that suit on. And he's like, yeah, I could do that. I like Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. I did not care for this character. Thought he was trouble. He was a bit of a dick. Thought he was trouble. All right, let me ask you this. What about the suntan place? I hated all of that. Okay, good. Because I have a grievance that says everything at Suntan Place. None of that was funny. No. Why is everybody stopping and staring at her in a bathing suit? Why? Why are we staring? Well, and I have questions about this. Because both she and Tim Allen are just put out so plainly 
Yeah. To kind of be mocked at. Now, if they're both okay with that, then uh, I guess whatever. Like, yeah, go ahead and laugh at my body. But it just felt a little creepy weird. So creepy weird. There's nothing wrong with the way they looked in those bathing suits. They looked no. fine. They looked fucking normal. But it was built in the movie for comedy. Yeah, which didn't make any fucking sense. And why did we just briefly introduce a character who's, I'm assuming, maybe has downs to walk in on her and then we never see him again? That's why she comes out. Right. Of the tanning booth. What? That was so weird. Right. What? Why why are we choosing to have somebody who's... I'm trying to remember, too. Like, who was that actor? And then everybody stop, stops and stares at the storefront. And then the priest walks in and he's staring. Oh, my God. And this is the last role. You don't know who Tom Poston is. But for those of us that do know, Chew. <laughs> All right. Tom Poston is great. Oh, that's right. It was uh, the guy who walked in on her was David L. Lander. And he's the guy from uh, Laverne and Shirley. Okay. God damn it, Chew. I have watched some of Laverne and Shirley, but it's been a very, very, very long time. All right. Well, I mean, you're going to upset me. He's squiggy. (laughs) That seems familiar, actually. (laughs) All right. Um, I just, I hated that scene. I hated everything to her getting walked in on with that particular somebody. I hated the way they're at the, like, they're, the storefront is facing the outside of the mall. Right. I yeah, hate exactly. that everyone's staring. I hate that the priest, the priest gets closer and continues Really looking to her stare. up and down. You want to see my fucking tits, father? What the fuck? But you know what's strange about it? It wasn't like... It wasn't a sexual moment. It was a moment of confusion for him because he's a priest. So don't step closer. But it almost made it worse. (laughs) So fucking strange. Like, you're a priest. You You have to listen to everybody's fucking confessions and all their fucking bullshit. But this is where this is where you step over the line. The actual visual of a human body. Shut the Mm -hmm. fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Fucking prude. Okay, moving on. Okay, fine. Mad about it. Uh, did you... We're kind of jumping around here, but there's a moment where the, the, the paper store guy comes out and is demanding, like, she, you know, buy her Christmas cards and all... Yeah. What else did she need to get? Something else. Invitations, I guess, for the Christmas party? Yeah. And it's one of those scenes that takes place in a movie like this that would never take place in real life. You would never leave your store and say, hey, why the fuck haven't you bought your shit? Yeah. Because that's a good way to lose your job. Absolutely. And then he follows her to lunch. But I did think because he was like, she's not buying the Christmas cards. Can you believe this? And she's not having a Christmas party. And then everyone's and like, her friends oh are like, wait, what? What's going on? But I did think it was funny that he didn't leave the restaurant. He sat at another table and like whispered to them and pointed at her. And it was like the whole town kind of knew. It made me laugh. 
it's so weird. Where the fuck do they live? Yeah. Where do they live? It seems like a big because they're they live in Chicago. No way. Yes, but it's like a suburb of Chicago. But it seems like it's a big enough neighborhood or town that like not everybody knows everybody. But then once you. But they're trying to make it seem like it is that. I don't know. Yeah, stupid. Oh, also, she breaks the news to her friends or rather the store owner breaks the news to her friends that she's not having the Christmas party. And they're also bent about it. Oh, well, what are we supposed to do Christmas Eve? I don't know. Live your own fucking life. It's not my responsibility to make sure that you have fucking something to do on Christmas. Are you serious? You owe it to us, is what they were saying. I don't know saying. you shit. Yelling. Sorry. Man. Terrible friends. This, Terrible. Yeah, this movie triggered you. <laughs> Seriously. We know what lines are drawn in the French in the world of friendship and neighbors for you in this movie. Like you've got some fucking nerve to tell me <laughs> at lunch, which I'm probably gonna fucking buy, that you're upset that I'm not having my annual Christmas Eve party. Choke on it. Choke on it. And you can pay for your own fucking lunch. Who the fuck are these people? Terrible. Terrible human beings. <laughs> I hope you get herpes. Bye. <laughs> Let's take a break. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jew, bringing it. Oh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break. I'm going to give Chew a uh, calming tea. <laughs> We'll be back after this. <laughs> Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out To A T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. To A T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have uh, tried some some incense and some... We've We've done a meditation, and now we're back to try and finish up Christmas with the Cranks. D- didn't work for you? Nah. The movie's <laughs> not even done yet. I got more in me. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. I was just telling you off air, Chew, here are three notes. 
How is there 53 minutes left? Why is there a half hour left? 24 more minutes? Question mark? <laughs> like, I think at 53 minutes left, we find out that Blair's coming home. Yeah. So all the shit with the neighbors can stop. And now you just put up your fucking decorations and buy a ham. That's really all you need to do. The movie's over. Right. But it's not. But instead, it becomes a thing. Uh, where are we at? Oh, I forgot about the ducking the caroler, the, the carolers shit. Oh, that was stupid. Yeah. Stupid. First of all, why are there carolers? They sick... They sick the Christmas carolers on them. There's nothing worse than standing and watching people sing at you. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? It's like the happy birthday, only at least the happy birthday is very short. But the caroling. What am I, I supposed can't to imagine, do at my door? I can't imagine you would react well to carolers. <laughs> I wouldn't answer. Or I would just have to peek open the door and just immediately be like, thank you so much for the effort. Uh, this won't be for us this evening. Have a great in night. this universe, in this universe, you would be like, can I introduce you to my two best friends, the Cranks? <laughs> we don't give each other gifts and I don't attend any parties they give. Or just make shit up. Be like, um, I am atheist, hate Christmas, um, I don't know. Can you sing a a pessimistic atheist song? Just make something up. Something horrible. And they'd be like, no, I don't have any of those songs. All right, then bye. <laughs> oh, okay, then bye. you may go. You, can go. <laughs> you don't have anything in there? Nothing like that? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I also have a note here at 53 minutes left. Dad clearly doesn't care about his daughter. He really doesn't. She's coming home and he's like, you're fucking up my shit. She kind of is. <laughs> she is. <laughs> but she's like 18 or 20. She's still frequently at home. Like, she doesn't need to be home for the holiday. She would. We just saw her a month ago. It's fine. Fuck off. <laughs> and then she called and she's like we're in Miami and he should have been like stay there stay there Miami's lovely this time of year yeah but it sets in motion like some of the most hated stuff I have in this fucking movie he decides he needs a tree he runs over a tree there are no more trees now he's got a not steal a tree, but ask a neighbor for a tree. Meanwhile, she's like in the, locked in a ham race with somebody with a shopping cart. Big ass grievance of unfunniness. Huge. And then she loses the ham in the street and it gets That was the worst part. Worst part. And then she has a fucking tantrum, which made me think <laughs> the tantrum she is having are on the viral videos of Karens just losing their shit. Right. That was a Karen meltdown, only she wasn't really being a Karen. She's just having a fucking obnoxious meltdown. Yeah. Stupid. Go also, up. no truck drives that close to the goddamn sidewalk. 
No. On that kind of street at 90 miles per hour. Nope. No truck. I, I No truck. I feel confident in saying. Yeah. Where the fuck is this grocery store? Off of the 91? I don't think so. Absolutely yeah. fucking not. I don't know why I picked the 91 out of all freeways. It's not in San Diego. 91's <laughs> always a shit show. So I guess that's... So I was going to say, it's always yeah. a shit show. <laughs> He's got to put Frosty up. He falls off the roof. Oh, God. What else happens? I don't know. Blair's going to end up coming sooner. Yeah. The neighbor, this is where the neighbors all pull together and say, we're going to help you. Mm-hmm. No matter how big a piece of shit you've been. Yeah. So it When makes really it... the worst behavior has been exhibited by all the neighbors. Exactly. And they're only helping because it benefits them because their neighbor is finally going to set up their Christmas shit so it completes the block of fucking yeah. Christmas lights. And they're having the Christmas party, so everybody gets to take part in that. It's not a selfless good deed, and they suck. <laughs> so, oh, I had one positive point. I forgot in the caroler. I can't say that word at all. Carolers. When the carolers are there, and he says, duck. And they're, like, jumping around like yeah. action stars. All of that was a grievance. <laughs> it wasn't as funny as they thought it was until Jamie Lee Curtis said, this is fun. <laughs> right. That made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree. None of that was funny. And then she, because I feel like that's something I would say in that moment. Like, this is kind of fun. Yeah. It's as stupid as this is. Like, this is okay. I was just going to say it reminded me of something you might do in the moment. <laughs> This is okay. Um, they didn't have to do that. You just shut the blinds. Easy mm-hmm. as that. Shut the blinds. Also, if that wasn't an option for them, I would have just gone balls to the wall and been like, let's just fuck in the window. I guarantee you they'll go away. <laughs> I fucking guarantee it. Let's just fuck in the window. Tell me that's not going to work. Boom. End of movie. I, I don't know, Chew. You you might gather a bigger crowd. Not from that. Not from that. Certainly group. the neighborhood children. You know, curious. <laughs> Probably not the adults though. The adults would be like, kids, let's go. I'll join you in a minute, Dad. <laughs> I'm watching Mrs. Crank get railed. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many other things they could have done to deter or just ignore the onslaught of that's the biggest problem. Yeah, this that's the biggest problem with this movie is this movie's conceit is that all these people are doing things that they wouldn't do. There's no reason for Tim Allen to pass out a note saying everybody can fuck off. I'm not celebrating Christmas. There's no reason for the neighbors to get that much in their business uh, demanding Frosty get on the roof. That kind of shit. It's all stupid. Yeah. And Frosty? Stupid. The fuck do I want a goddamn 17-foot snowman on my roof for? How do all those Frosties stay on the roof? I don't know, but it's dumb. They're all putting them on the point of the roof, and it's round on the bottom. Good luck. (laughs) Sounds like somebody didn't go to fucking kindergarten and learn about fucking shapes. Okay? (laughs) That guy that got stuck on the roof with the icicle in his nose? 
Also not funny. Not funny. I know you weren't up that long, and it's not that cold out. I really... Well, we're not quite there yet, but... So Blair... There's this scene where the cops... By the way, the cops, we haven't even mentioned. It's We mentioned Jake Busey, but the other cop is Cheech Marin. Yeah. Doing Cheech Marin shit. He's funny. Yeah, I didn't have any There's grievances so much that. fucking talent in this movie. Noted criminal Felicity Huffman has a minor role in this movie. Oh, yeah. She's one She's of those one of the bitch friends. friends. Yeah. Who doesn't have anything Carolyn to do Rhea. on Christmas Eve now. Bitch. M. <laughs> Emmett Walsh plays a an across-the-street neighbor whose wife is dying of cancer. I liked them. He was a yeah. dick, uh, but I liked them. At the end, <laughs> that was a nice moment. I'm telling you, M. Emmett being genuinely touched by the gift. Yeah. We haven't gotten to the gift yet. The gift is what he gives after learning a lesson he should have learned 15 minutes before he learned the lesson. Agreed. Okay, fine. Yeah. So long as we're on the same page there. Oh, yeah. No, we're... Because this movie added 20 minutes. Too long. For no reason. Just to add the burglar. It... No. It doesn't make any sense. Why is it there? Stop it. You didn't bring the burglar in at the beginning of the movie, so you don't have any reason to bring him in into the end of the movie. You're not creating and all a your circle. Fucking, it's just like, boom. Here. All your neighbors, despite all the shit they've been giving you the whole movie, banded together to help you lie to your daughter, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Piece of shit, parents. So that she will never find out that you were skipping Christmas. And then after they help you, and Jamie Lee Curtis gives this heartfelt thank you, he just says, double for me. And his wife, who knows what a piece of shit he is, says, what's the matter with you? And he goes, we could still go. We could still go on the vacation. (laughs) That's his plan. We leave Blair here with her new boyfriend. Also, did not like the Enrique at the airport, the sign. Enrique? Yeah. N- Dash R-E-E-K-Y. He's never met anybody. Fuck. He doesn't know anybody outside of America. (laughs) Not a person. Not a single one. Get it together, Jake Busey. Oh, speaking of, this just reminded me of something that happened in real life. Has nothing to do with the movie. Go. But something that really fucking bothered me. So at work. Oh, I'm I'm excited. This was this was uh, this was about two weeks ago, two weekend weekends ago. Uh, this guy in camo shorts. So am I painting a picture for you already? He's in yeah. Camo I've shorts. already got a solid picture. Uh, he's talking to his son. They're looking at our uh, merch wall. There's coffee cups and hats and beanies and sure. shit. And I walk by and I hear, um. Uh, Dad, you haven't seen that movie, or Dad, would you, um, would you have watched that movie? I don't know what movie they were talking about. And the dad says, "Damn it, no, I don't watch things with subtitles. <laughs> I don't watch it, implying he doesn't watch things that aren't in English, right, or American. 
I don't watch things with subtitles. You're an asshole. Son, I don't know my letters. So he does. <laughs> so he doesn't listen to anything that isn't English. Wow. So anyway, I don't know why that that just. Gary Busey's he could have been, never he could have comfortably been state. a character in this movie. No kidding. <laughs> and I just I stopped and looked at him before I headed in, I headed into the kitchen. I was like, "Huh. <laughs> that is a sentence. That's a sentence." <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Fun. That was quite a bit. Anyway. That's good shit. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh man. Anyway. Anyway, my note is like, because when he says there's 24 more minutes, when she's like, why didn't you thank your neighbors? He's like, we could still go. Fucking my note is this guy learned no lessons. (laughs) He's such a selfish dick. He's such a dick. (laughs) Fucking. Oh, by the way, did you notice? So... Austin Pendleton, who is Santa in the movie, brings a canned ham. And as sort of previously, we didn't discuss, we said there was a ham race that was just stupid and unfunny. That's because it was the last ham in the store. Then she tried to, then she successfully, how much do you think she spent on that ham where she saw a ham at the front counter or at the checkout? And Five. kept asking that, that couple. I think she bucks. gave them a thousand dollars. Oh my god, she's a dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> for a fucking ham. And then I you swear lost to it god, anyway. I think she gave them a thousand dollars for that ham. Probably. Anyway, as we discussed, the ham got run over, so she does not have her child's favorite thing to make. A honey baked ham. It's in a can. Then, yeah, on. it's a canned ham, Gross. first of all. So it's not a great ham. But then Austin Pendleton brings a canned ham, and then you see a cooked can, uh, ham. You see a cooked ham on the table, and she's like slicing it and serving it and saying, Yes, it's her favorite. Blair loves this. But then you see Tim Allen take a canned ham across the street to M. Emmett Walsh and his wife. Yeah. That's a fuck up. That's a, that's a fuck up. It's either a you fuck up. You didn't have two hams. Or a neighbor also brought ham that was already cooked. They said But turkeys. then they didn't, they didn't discuss that. So I'm yeah. assuming, so it's only left to assume that it's a fuck up. She said, I have two turkeys cooking. That's I'll right. bring one. Anyway. I mean, that's pretty nitpicky. But when a movie's upsetting you, you get nitpicky. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Well, eventually he decides after sitting by himself that he has learned his lesson, but it takes him twice, Chew. He goes over there with the canned ham and just gives them the canned ham even though he's got the tickets for the cruise in his coat. And he decides once to not give it to them. And then he leaves and he's like, ah, all right. And he finally goes and presents M.M. at Walsh. 
and his wife stricken with cancer the tickets to the cruise. Yeah. And M. Emmett Walsh is such a good actor that he's heart... You can see... Yeah. How much he appreciates and how hard... It's like he's crying and yeah. his crying almost made me well up. Yeah. That was a good... It was a really great moment. God damn it. Yeah. But Tim Allen's a piece of shit. His Sorry. wife has cancer. And you don't. So give up the fucking tickets. She's gonna die. You're staying here with your daughter. I'm just saying, once you cross the street, maybe leave the ham at home and just say, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. Not that hard. This movie had to keep proving that Tim Allen was a piece of shit. He was a slow learner. (laughs) He, yeah. Took a long time for him to get it together. People absolutely could have minded their damn business about what he wanted to do with Christmas, but and based on how big a piece of shit he is, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't know whose side I'm on, Chew. I mean, he was pretty much reason. Uh, it. He was reasonable up until a certain point, up until yeah. he still wasn't grateful. After the Christmas party had already started. And at that point, I'm like, oh, you are an asshole. (laughs) It was reasonable what you were asking of up until this point. Yeah. Now you're just selfish. Now you're a dick. He can still go on the cruise. You just get a new fucking ticket. Just get new tickets. You can fucking afford it. Idiot. He does seem like he can afford all of this. He can. He just. (laughs) Well, then the movie ends with double grievance. Frosty the snowman on the roof coming to life and waving at us. And Austin Pendleton leaving. Because he really is Santa Claus and the reindeer are attached to his Volkswagen bug. That's the appropriate reaction. I do not like it. When we throw in when we throw in the classic cliche of Santa and his reindeer flying across the screen at the end of the movie. We've seen this before. And I don't care for it. I like it in uh, Christmas vacation. When it's the blown up one for his lawn. (laughs) That's funny. All right. I'll give you that one. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's Christmas with the Cranks. Mm. We got more Christmas movies to come. This movie made you cranky. Huh? (laughs) I said, we still have more Christmas movies to come. Yeah, we got more. Fuck. We have uh, Christmas slash winter slash New Year's type movies. Yeah. Over five weeks. I have no idea what we're going to do for a teachable moment. Should it be a holiday one? Well, it's come time the come time the the teachable moment comes. It'll be after the holiday. I know. It'll be mid to late January. We should do a scary movie. We should just go completely fucking one eighty opposite direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make you watch the thing. 
Ooh, and that's wintry, right? It is. It is snow. Oh! There we go. All right. That's not bad. Let's remember that. All right. I'm down. All right. Lady Chu. The time has come. What is your drinking game for this fucking movie? Every time Jamie Lee Curtis's character is unnecessarily spazzy, panicky, slash just fucking stupid. (laughs) You're going to be hammered. (laughs) You're going to be hammered. (laughs) That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Stand by. All right. I I had difficulty. (laughs) Because there were like... There's several I'm thinking about. And even right now in this moment, I can't choose which one I want to do. <laughs> this movie provides lots of options. Yeah. So. Uh, one I think is too subjective. I thought there was something within like. Um, every time you're thinking this is completely unnecessary. All the conflict in the movie is unnecessary. <laughs> You'd have to drink the whole time because yeah. that is the plot. You'd have to. It, it would be intravenous. Yeah. <laughs> Just It'd have stick to be. a tube into your arm and put the alcohol directly in the bloodstream. I mean, basically just kill yourself with alcohol right when the movie starts because you're going to die. Right. So here's where I went at the end of the day. I went with every time their Frosty appears. Oh. But you have to wait a while. You gotta wait. But maybe by the time you actually see him, which is down in the basement at the Carolers, yeah. at that time you're probably like, I actually need a drink. Mm-hmm. Because I got more time. I get there's more time in this movie. So maybe it's every time a Frosty appears, because, like, you could get in on the neighbor's shit. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But that's mine. That's the the Frosty appearance. I like it. Remember when I said last week that I'll get right on it and put some polls out that night? (laughs) No, I didn't do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Piece of shit. Anything left for you? No, I'm glad I'm glad this movie's over. I didn't hate it, but it I feel like I've seen it once when it came out, but I didn't remember anything about it. Really? Um Yeah, I didn't hate this movie. I don't necessarily recommend it, and it made but it made me mad. Like I didn't hate it, but it did make me mad. Mm-hmm. Obviously. It's it's a weird movie to have to sit with because there are talented people doing funny things, kind of, sort of, like the best they can with terrible material. Yeah. I don't know. It's just all weird. I didn't think it was their fault. No. I'm blaming all on right. Joe Roth. I blame him. Yeah. And Chris Columbus. You should know better. You should know better. Yeah. 
At any rate, that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for Christmas with the Cranks. Stay tuned. We're going to have another Christmas-type movie coming at you next week. For Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness, Shance here of the How Dare You Awards, thank you for joining us. You'll be hearing us next time. Say goodbye, Lady Chu. Goodbye. (laughs) Don't be, um, don't be a bad neighbor. Okay? Don't be a bad neighbor. Which means mind your business. The more you know. That's the lesson of the week. You guys should start doing that. Lesson of the week. Lesson of the week. (laughs) That'll be your final shout out. Lesson of the week. Okay. A new bit. All right. I like it. I like that a lot. Don't be an asshole. (laughs) That'll be like 90% of the (laughs) final lessons. (laughs) I'll have to be more specific than that. This week, don't be a bad neighbor. (laughs) All right. Well, good day to you, madam. Good day, sir. That was nice. That was nice. I meant it. (laughs) All right. All right. Bye. 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 (laughs) Shit. Hold on. Charlie. Hold on. Fucking shit up. (laughs) Go get him, Chew. (laughs)